Welcome to my channel where we talk about all things spiritual, the law of attraction, tarot, and psychic development, and energy healing. I want to talk to you today about the 11 ways that you can meditate and use a meditation practice to awaken spiritually. Number one, first and foremost, the rest of this list will not matter if you don't practice this first thing. That is consistency. This is something that you need to be committed to. It is so much better to meditate for five minutes every day than it is to meditate for three hours once a week. Consistency is crucial. Make this a part of your non-negotiable habits that you do every single day, just like brushing your teeth. And if that means that you only get five to 10 minutes in, then that's what it means. That's that's totally fine. Of course, there is something to be said for setting aside a larger chunk of time. I believe that it is true that an hour of meditation a day keeps everything bad away. I mean, I know for me, my life is so much better with meditation. I'm not saying that nothing bad will happen to you if you meditate. What I'm saying is that you can deal with the bad stuff that comes up much, much better if you dedicate real time to meditation, but start with five to 10 minutes. The second thing, and not a lot of people really talk too much about this, but it is really important that while you are meditating, you are still. And this means that your body is not moving, even if you have an itch, even if you're uncomfortable. The goal is to keep the body still, to train the body and the mind to be still in the present moment. This is actually really kind of the point of meditation. And it's super, super important for the brain and the body to be as still as possible. This does not mean, by the way, that you won't have thoughts. Thoughts come and thoughts go. It just means not getting caught up in the thoughts, allowing them to pass and being still in your body and your mind while they do pass, while they pass away. So if you do feel itchy, which seems to always happen the minute that I sat down for meditation, or if you feel uncomfortable, try your hardest not to move. Try your hardest to sit and breathe through it. And what will eventually happen is you'll be able to stay in stillness even when stuff comes up not only during meditation, but in your life. This is the point. Get to a place of centered stillness when tough stuff is happening. And that's what we practice in meditation. Number three, breathe deeply and focus on the breath. The breath is incredibly important. Of course, in our daily waking lives, we need to breathe, but it's also crucial that we breathe properly in meditation. There's actually a whole practice of yoga called pranayama, which is the movement of breath, the intentional use of breath. And the idea is that the breath is the spirit. The breath is life itself. And when we breathe intentionally and powerfully, we're moving breath with intention and with power in our bodies. We're circulating spirit in the same way that the body circulates blood. So being able to breathe fully and completely and to steady your breath, to breathe with control is crucial for getting to a place of being awake spiritually when you're meditating and also in your daily waking life. It's so important to be able to 
breathe properly. Number four, of course, this is what meditation is all about. Return again and again to the present moment and be as present as you can. It took me a while to understand what presence really means because I guess it can be sort of a confusing term. I mean, what does it really mean to be present? To be present means to be in the moment. So when I am meditating, I'm doing my best to not get caught up in stories, to not get carried away by thoughts, to not be thinking of what I'm going to do tomorrow or what happened yesterday, but to really be focused on what is going on in the exact moment, in the exact place that I am in. And I do this sometimes by reminding myself, I am I simply am. I am here. I am now. I am. I exist. And the breath can help me also to really stay centered and grounded in the present moment. So you can use the breath. You can use mantra. Mantra is very good for this. You can even use something like mala beads to help you to actually have something to touch and keep you grounded and present. Heart coherence. Yes. So heart coherence is a really important practice of tuning into your heart and using some beneficial, some beautifully constructive emotions to raise your vibration really is what you're doing. And all that heart coherence is, is breathing in the heart It can be helpful to actually touch the heart, but you don't have to. You're just breathing in and out as if you have a small hole in the center of your chest and you're breathing in and out through that hole. And then you just think of an elevated emotion like gratitude or love or joy, and you're slowing your breathing. You're keeping your breathing controlled and smooth. I personally love to focus on gratitude because gratitude is very receptive. It allows new and wonderful things to come into my life and the heart wants to receive. Gratitude is very, very heart opening, but you choose whatever emotion works for you and you just sit there and breathe into your heart. That is heart coherence. And if you wanted to make an entire meditation, just you sitting in heart coherence, that's wonderful. That will really help you to remain centered and still in love. Number six, the favorite of metaphysical new age people, the third eye. This is an extremely powerful center that I've only come to appreciate really in the last three or four years in its fullness, really able to understand it. I used to believe that it was just a center of psychic abilities and clairvoyance and intuition. Now I understand it to be really the filter through which we see reality. And when the third eye is open, we see reality as it is. We see truth. We see everything without the veil of our own illusions, which I've come to find out as I open this center that I am just shrouded in illusion and really being able to peel back those late, those layers has enabled me to live a life that is authentic for me. And when the third eye opens, you are on a path that is best for you. And of course, best for the world, because if it's best for you, it's best for the world. And you can't tolerate anything less than that. You really become 
someone who is their highest selves and you don't, you don't tolerate anything less. It's a very, um, amazing center to open and it's life changing. Number seven, the crown chakra. What I love about all of the chakras, but especially the crown chakra is it is something that you can focus in on and kind of incorporate the energy into your life in real time. You don't need to take time out of your life to meditate for an hour. You can excuse yourself in the middle of a dinner date and go into the bathroom and just spend three minutes just focused on your crown center and breathing slowly in that space. And you will increase prana or spirit in that center. And that will allow you to tap into the divine because that's what the crown center is. The crown center is the center of your divine self and your connection with your divine self. But you don't even have to excuse yourself to go to the bathroom. When you get used to being able to use these centers in real time and moving your prana or your life force energy around your body, you'll be able to do this whenever and wherever in all situations. And it will serve you because it brings that energy to life. It brings divine energy into the situation when you tra- tap into the crown chakra. Meditating on this space is said to open up the Kundalini energy to allow that energy to flow, which really is the chi or the prana energy, but it really lets it rise up to the top of your head, which is where we want to be, what we want to do. We always want that energy to be flowing. So when we focus on the crown, we bring the prana up and that allows us to be more of our divine selves. Number eight, of course, we've been talking about chakras already, but I would be remiss if I didn't say that it's crucial, really, really, really crucial to focus on balancing all of the energy centers. If you are only focused on the crown chakra, for example, you're going to throw off your whole energy system. You need to be making sure that these energy centers are balanced and aligned and pure because they work as the body works. Just like the body needs to be balanced, you wouldn't work out and just work out your left arm every day. Like you would be, (laughs) you would be freakish, honestly. And the same is true about the chakras. We don't want to focus on one to the exclusion of any of the other ones. They're all equally important. So doing a meditation that involves working with all of the chakras, especially in order, you know, from the root to the crown or, or from the crown to the root, that's fine too. That also works. This just helps to increase the flow and helps us to direct the prana or the life force energy. So definitely don't be focused on just the third eye, the heart, and the crown. I was just using those as examples of maybe spending an extra five or 10 minutes. So make sure that you're aligning and kind of working these chakras out every single day. Number nine, loving kindness meditation. Loving kindness in life and serving with loving kindness is of course spiritually awakening for anyone. That is really what we're here to do, to serve each other, to learn, to grow. I'm sure we're here for many reasons, but I know that loving kindness and service 
is one of those reasons, or I guess two in one of those reasons. Being able to spend some time each day in loving kindness meditation changes your body chemistry and changes your brain. I actually made a whole video about how loving kindness affects our bodies and our brains. And it helps us to be better people, more spiritually awake, more loving, ascended people. So definitely add loving kindness meditation to your meditation routine. Number 10, focusing on nothingness or focusing on the empty space within you and the empty space all around you. There is no end to you. You don't end at your skin. You have an energy field that extends out into space. Actually, they've never been able to find where you end and where the rest of space begins because you have all kinds of things being emitted from your body. So who knows how big you really are? I like to think that you are infinite. And if you look at the tiniest pieces of particles, the tiniest atoms, there's so much space between those atoms. And we know that even the, the nucleus of the atom, even the center that we like to think of as so solid, it's actually not solid at all. It's not even able to sustain itself in reality. The nucleus of atoms, the nuclei, are popping in and out of existence all the time. Nothing is solid. Everything is moving all the time. Everything is emptiness. So focusing on that emptiness helps you to get into a state of nobodiness. And that nobodiness, that nothingness, is what spirit is. It's limitless potential. It's enormous. It's wholeness. It's oneness. It's unity with all things. You can't get much more spirit than that. So I would say, actually, this is something that is a little bit more advanced and for some people, a little bit more difficult to actually put into practice, but it is where you'll see the most growth in terms of spiritual evolution. You'll find that you can tap into oneness and into wholeness much more easy when you're focused on the nothingness of who you actually are. I hope that makes sense. All right, guys, I hope that this video was helpful for you. And if you would like to join a spiritual awakening community that really focuses on spiritually evolving together, we meet twice a week to basically keep our energy shifting ever upwards. We come together to heal each other and ourselves. And we have monthly retreats that are four days of intense meditation and breath work and prayer and all kinds of things, super intense for free when you're a member. And it's only $50 a month to have all of that. And there's, there's also another tier of $25 a month. That doesn't include the retreats. That's just the, the weekly meetings. All right, guys, I'll see you on the next video. Have the best day ever.